Welcome to Tax Breaks, the Moody's Tax Podcast, where you find informed discussion, lively debate, and sometimes a little lighthearted fun around tax issues in Canada, the United States, and around the world. Good day. My name is Kim Moody, and I'm here with my trusty colleague, Kenneth Coe. Kenneth, once again, smartest guy in Canada, my view on tax. And today we're going to do a short one, Kenneth, a short discussion on what we've been seeing recently in our firm um, with respect to COVID area supports, you know, lots of money uh, received by Canadians over the last three years, not so much recently, but now Government of Canada, CRA is auditing them. Yep. And so, um, so let's take a step back and just give a little bit of history for people that are not that familiar. I imagine most of our audience is familiar with the billions of dollars that was shoveled out the door by the government of Canada to Canadians. And you know, what were some of the bigger monies that were given out, Kenneth? Mm-hmm. The biggest one certainly was CERB, right? Uh, the ones that were given out to individuals. So the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit, right? CERB, mm-hmm. as it was known. Yes. And the second biggest one is most likely the wage, Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy. Which we internally called Choose or, or Suze. Oh, Suze, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I still don't know what's the proper pronunciation. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Cues. <laughs> Cues, yeah. 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 I know the tax community likes to acronymize everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so CERB, let's just talk quickly about that. Um, so if you if you got CERB, um, how are you supposed to be eligible for that? You remember? I mean, just oh, it's high been level. so long. I think I think if your if if your income uh, for the uh, for the pre- previous period was uh, lower than a certain threshold, then you qualify. It was really easy. Just click yes. a button and you get the money, basically. Well, the administration, which I'll talk about in a second, was easy. But you're supposed to have, I think, less or sorry, more than five thousand dollars of income in the previous year. Mm-hmm whether it was self-employed income, and there's a debate as to whether or not it was net income or gross income for self-employed. Um, and then uh, you're supposed to be, I think, the age of 15 or over, if I recall correctly. Yeah, am I right on that? I, can't I don't remember. Yeah, but bottom line is it was pretty easy, right, to get CERB. Mm-hmm. And then when you go on the website, for, because the government account was racing to get money out the door, and frankly, to their credit, they, you know, there was... Back in March of 2020, when the world was collapsing and lots of uncertainty, you know, I've been on record for commending the government of Canada for, you know, for getting the money out the door quickly because they were shutting people in uh, and telling people to, you know, not go to work, basically, businesses to close. And so how are they going to pay their rent? Mm-hmm. Right. And so to their credit, they got it out the door. But as time progressed here, I mean, geez, the... <laughs> the ability to get the money or you know, click 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 yeah and for quite for the for quite a while uh people were get for were able to claim the same thing from both service canada and cra yeah and, and so the the amount of abuse that that ultimately we saw firsthand um and we certainly rang the alarm bells um i remember my you know one of my son's friends who bragged uh that he <laughs> that he got served and, you know, the guy was working part-time on a job mm-hmm. and but clearly ineligible. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of stories like that. And so, yeah. and then the wage subsidy, very similar, very easy to get. Uh, go online, click, 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 provide some, you know, just a little bit of information and lots of abuse as to yeah. recipients. Now that, that one, I recall that there was 
often there was a CRA officer uh, calling you uh, just just to verify a few information right. after you applied for, for the wage subsidy. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty, pretty, I wouldn't say Mickey Mouse, but it was pretty high level just to make sure you, 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 you know how, how the calculation works. Yeah. So on the front end, you know, there's a balancing act between ensuring the money, the cash gets in the hands of the people that truly need it and, you know, trying to discourage fraud, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, fraud experts will, you know, correct me and they have corrected me over the years saying, well, you can't eliminate fraud completely. And I think that's probably true. But at the same time, you can certainly risk mitigate. And as time progresses, you can risk mitigate a ton. So where I've been critical publicly is that the risk mitigation just doesn't seem to have been managed correctly. And it's easy to say that in hindsight, Kenneth. But regardless of all that, um, now, three years, three and a half years later, and, you know, it, 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 the supports really stopped. When was it? 2022, they kind of shut the taps off or was yeah, it? Yeah, sometime like yeah. that. So it's been now a year and a half later that there's virtually no more COVID supports. And we're seeing some audits finally starting to happen. I mean, we've seen audits before mm-hmm. and there's been yeah. some audit checklists floating around the internet. But um, we're, it seems like we're seeing more and more activity. Yes. So maybe just describe high level. Obviously, we don't want to disclose yeah. any confidential information, but high level. What, what are we seeing, Kenneth, I, I, internally and through some of our colleagues at other firms? Oh, cer- certainly. The, hopefully, the mechanical calculations are correct. So that's one one of the things that, that they will definitely check for uh, to make sure at least what you're reporting for revenues tie and and and, uh, and wages tie with. Uh, your your accounting records, right? Right. That that's the basics, and hopefully, um, the, the the taxpayer got uh, who claim made this claim got those rights and kept kept records. But aside from that, there were a lot of interpret gray area of interpretations in the wage subsidy laws, and 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 all you could do was take a take a step at, at trying to interpret what the law says, even how to calculate revenue and how to calculate uh, the amount of wages for these claims. There are gray area in certain circumstances. Well, give me an example, Kenneth. Like, uh, so revenue, and you're calculating your revenue drop. What, are, what were some of the gray areas? Is there anything obvious that you, that you recall? Mm, timing, for example, timing or recognition, because you need to now uh, look at the revenue by month. Right. right. So what right. is the revenue per month and what was the revenue per month in the previous year that you were comparing to? Yeah, good point. And then what is ordinary revenue versus extraordinary item revenue? All this is, is great. Yeah. Jeez, that's bringing back bad memories, Kenneth. I tried to forget all this stuff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Until someone calls us two, two years later and say, hey, do you, do you remember this? Right. So, I mean, that's a good segue. I promise to keep this a short podcast and, and we will. Uh, but... Uh, you know, the, to the extent that people are, are starting to get audited on the COVID supports that they receive, what, what's the best advice we can give them, Kenneth? Uh, retain proper advice, uh, not, not just from, not only from the technical uh, experts on, on these rules, but maybe also start, uh, involve, involve a tax litigation uh, specialist, maybe early on in the process, so yeah. that you don't say anything in the uh, response to the auditor 
that you would regret later if this ever goes to goes further in the this dispute resolutions uh, process. So I think the best advice, what, what I'm hearing you say, and I certainly agree, is be very careful about you know handling the audit on your own. I mean this. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to retain experts uh, on the front end to the extent that you can. Yes, that's going to cost money. Uh, but if there's a lot of money at stake, then it's probably worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, so good advice. Uh, retain tax lawyers to, to help uh, as soon as you can. Um, what else, Kenneth? Anything else before we wrap it up? Mm. Yeah, keep in mind, I think there's gross negligence penalty, potential penalties and interest attached as well, right? If, um, to the extent that, to the extent, uh, interest, I think there's, there is no matter what. Right. Uh, but just be careful that there may be penalty attached as well on top of having to pay back the, um, the wage subsidy that CIA thinks you should pay back. Right. Okay. Well, short but sweet brings back some bad memories <laughs> in the whole COVID area support stuff. Uh, but be careful out there, and certainly we're here to help if, if uh, you need some help on this. Um, so thanks, Kenneth. Thanks, Kim. Bye. Bye now. Bye.